Today's episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast brought to you as always by ZipRecruiter. Hiring can be a slow process. Cafe Altura CEO Dylan Miskowitz needed to hire a director of coffee, went to ZipRecruiter, posted his job, found the best person for the role in just a few days. How? ZipRecruiter's technology. No wonder four to five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash BS. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. We're also brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network, where you can find the hottest take, our newest podcast on Spotify only. Some good ones coming up this week, as well as Sonic Boom, our new narrative series about how the Sonics were stolen from Seattle and brought to OKC. You can hear that on Luminary. The rewatchable is 1999. Last week, on Luminary, final episode, Magnolia, the single weirdest movie that that's ever been made. In fact, I was watching it this weekend and frogs were coming out at the end and my son came down and he was like, dad, what's going on? Why is it raining frogs? And I was like, Ben, people have been asking this for 20 years. So you're getting that. And also the rewatchables, the original feed, Shea Serrano, Rember Brown, myself, Remember the Titans. It goes for 90 minutes. It's extremely funny. It's really good. Check that one out. Shea Serrano's new book, by the way, is called Movies and Other Things. It comes out on Tuesday. You can pre-order it now on Amazon or Barnes Noble, wherever you get your books. It is the Ringer Books first book that uh, we've done on our imprint. Shea's third book. It's a good one. You can order that now. Coming up, the cuz. But first, for all time's sake, our friends from Tic Tac and Melatonin. All right, I've lost about eight liters of blood from Gamley today. Sal's probably lost <laughs> 10 to 12. We have Gamely decided. The injury cart came out for us. We waved it off. We have Gamely decided to do this podcast today. Sal, I'm starting to wonder if we should gamble. Oh. Maybe we shouldn't. What if we just stopped? No, I, I, I won't entertain that nonsense for a second, but I, I, I do need like the last six hours between the Cowboys and this and this Chiefs money line backing just just murdered me. And then you had the Raiders. You had that earlier game. Yeah, yeah. It's a full day of just crap. I had a Bears Patriots tease on million dollar picks and in real life. The Patriots just had to win by double figures. The Bears mm. had to uh, just win and they're up four. The Raiders are on their own three-yard line. There's six minutes left. Derek Carr has not thrown a pass that traveled more than five yards in the air, basically the whole game. I just figured, I got this. It's the Khalil Mack revenge game. I've mm -hmm. escaped the jaws of death, and now I'm here. They force, uh, they force a fourth down punt, run into the kicker. Gruden, fake punt, run up the middle, which always seems to work, by the way. And then they charge down the field, score a touchdown. Chase Daniel comes back, throws a pick. Um, I guess my first question to you, since the Raiders now have cost me three of the five weeks, have cost me a lot of money. We made fun of them before the season. Do we atone? 
Do we apologize to John Gruden's Raiders? Do we apologize? I think we I do. I think we have to pull the Fonzie in, you know, when he was just like, I'm so sorry. He couldn't say it, right? He was too cool to say he was sorry. I don't think we're too cool. I think we do. They're a game out of first place now. This is crazy, this Raiders team. It makes no sense at all. Well, the Jacobs pick was, was I mean, he's as advertised. He's really good. And yeah. I actually thought the Bears were in the right spots trying to stop the run a lot of this game. And he just was able to create yards. It's a little like what Marlon Mack just did to the Chiefs. He was superb. Carr, when, if he's getting rid of the ball in two seconds or less, short passes, and you're just not all over those receivers, he can actually look pretty good too. And uh, I don't know. Wait, I mean, find six AFC playoff teams for me. It's going to be hard. It is tough because the Bills, I guess you have to believe in the Bills for the five slot, the number five. But yeah, I mean, back to the game for a second. It, it was, it's weird because you and House, I didn't love the Bears as much as you guys did. In fact, I bet the Raiders over 17 points. I just thought it was going to be a weird game. I, I did some research on this. In the London games, the good defenses don't often travel well. You don't know, Khalil Mack has overdoses on roasted peanuts on the fly. I, I don't know what it is, but the defenses <laughs> don't usually travel well. I'm like, the, Chicago is going to get out to uh, uh, the Raiders are going to get out to a lead. I think Chase Daniel screw up. I'll give them good field position. They'll have 17 uh, in the third quarter and then they'll score. They had 17 at half. I almost I was cursing because I wanted you guys to win, but I wanted to win my over 17 bet. Yeah. And you guys were hilarious on the text because House wanted a bail. He's like, cousin, what will the line be if the Raiders score? if the Bears score in the beginning of the third quarter, and I was trying to figure it out, and you were calling them names for trying to hedge, and then you wanted to hedge. It was just a big mess that last hour of that game. Our text, um, look, <laughs> if anyone hacks our phones, we're, we're dead anyway, but my, I definitely crossed the line with House a couple of times. I challenged his manhood. I said mean names. I was like, we're fucking riding this out. And then the Bears took the lead, 21-17. I was still berating him. You you blank. You wanted a, you wanted a hedge. See, now we have this, and then uh, it didn't happen. You it know, it looked but, like a classic Raiders collapse. They fumbled at the one, right? They were going in for the lead. They fumbled at the one. Then you got it back, and you well, know, it, it wasn't the test. What we ask ourselves often with these terrible quarterbacks is, all right, you want to put Chase Daniel in a teaser. What happens if you're down ten nothing and you have Chase Daniel? It's like, well, it wasn't that. It wasn't that kind of game though. They came right back. No. They scored the first, like, uh, right, right, like, with six minutes left in the third quarter, they had caught up almost. Yeah. It, the game turned because Carr turned the pitch to Jacobs, who was not in the spot he thought, and threw it 20 yards backwards, and the Bears yeah. got a little momentum. The crowd, those London games are always weird. I, I can never tell who the crowd's cheering for, but, um, you know, ultimately the Raiders tried to give that game away a bunch of times, and then the Bears are like, no, no, you take it. It was one mm -hmm. of those games. I, uh, I came out of that game losing a lot of respect for the bears not because of the chase daniel thing because i know the i i mentioned uh earlier today on twitter the trubiscaholics when it was they were the bears were down 17 nothing the trubiscaholics came out oh see what you get chase oh, daniel really? it's like all right settle down I, I i think i would still rather have chase daniel if trubisky was in that game today i think it's actually worse uh, i don't know i you, don't know about that what do you mean I don't know. I don't, what do you like about Chase? What do you Chase like Daniel? about Trubisky? They're both terrible. Listen, this is one of those. He's thrown five career touchdown passes. He was lucky. He's going to make $100 million being Drew Brees' backup and then a few games here until Trubisky uh, comes back. But, you know, this. I, I made an analogy. I said this is, you know, the guy who's working the fryer at McDonald's for 10 years, he's just not going to be the manager. 
That's just how it is. That <laughs> You know after 10 years that he just doesn't have what it takes. So he's filling in for a reason. He's not going to be their starter. So you don't think Brad's ever going to be an EP of Jimmy Kimmel Live? <laughs> I didn't say that. I just said he's not going to be a manager at McDonald's. I think Chase, I think Chase Daniel and uh, Trubisky are both backups. But look, mm. if the Bears had an awesome defense, it wouldn't matter. And and the, the the shocking thing about the game today, now you could say it was because the defense didn't travel. Mm. I wish you would shared all of that statistical uh, research you've done I with me. House. Smack been nice. I told you that. I made the all bet right. three three hours before the game. Yeah. Um, I I'm just not sure their defense is that good. Mm-hmm. I actually think we might have been overrating it a little bit. Whereas I think like the Patriots have a legitimately A minus to A to not an A plus defense, but it might be an A defense. I think they can against any good team they can cover they can rush the pass or all that stuff I was I was kind of down on the Bears after that one meanwhile the Packers who we thought Ugh. you know you could run all over them everybody had Zeke Elliott in their daily fantasy team this week I'm sure and uh and they really stepped up and that was I've I've watched a lot of the Packers this year that was I thought um the best two and a half quarters they've played and then in typical Packers fashion they'd let their foot off the gas pedal you come charging back and Dak is trying to single-handedly get his $140 million contract extension that game. Yeah. Didn't happen. But you were believing there for a little bit. Well, I was believing, and then I wasn't believing. The problem with Zeke is I think he would have run down their throat, um, but they got off to such a slow start, they had to throw. They couldn't, yeah. you know, down 17 nothing. By the way, thanks, NFL, for giving those two clunkers for the late afternoon. Set both 17 nothing at half. It was uh, Joe... Joe Sacco and Sack Prescott over and over and over. I couldn't stand it for <laughs> my own guy. But what I want to know about Zeke is wouldn't you love to see a stat for this? You know, we have QB ratings and all this other crap that no one cares about. Who has the most celebrations when there's a flag behind them? Who has like a Zeke doesn't even have to score. It could be like a 12 yard run and he's stirring the soup and there's like three flags behind him and he's the <laughs> right. only one in the stadium that does it. I want that stat. Who's got the most of those? Yeah. I have be- a feeling our, our very own Zeke Elliott is uh is ahead in that game, but um, well, your yeah. team, your team goes three and zero against really bad teams, mm-hmm. and then there's this whole argument about are they three and zero because of the competition, or are they three and zero because they're good, and everybody takes sides because, and then talk about it all week because it's America's team, and that's what we do. Mm-hmm. They lose last week. Curious game. Thought you got out coached. A uh, couple weird fourth and short plays and or third and shorts, like stuff like that, where it's just like, oh, maybe it was one of those games. Um, who knows? Let's see this week. Now they've lost to the Saints and Packers. I thought, um, I actually thought the Saints could have beaten them by more. I didn't think Bridgewater played well last week. I thought he actually played well today. And then this Packers game, you know, you're, you were, what was it? 31 to three at one point, that game was over. What do we think? It, it was bad, but I do think the teams you just mentioned, the Saints and Packers are the two best in the NFC. I mean, I know it's hard to separate some of these these teams. Well, so that I, would be that would be the counter, right? If those teams right. are one and two in the NFC, yeah. it may be Seattle's three. They, could could you still have the chance to be the fourth best team? I personally, I the Panthers are growing on me. The, yeah, the, why not? This McCaffrey thing is is turning into um, beyond a one man show. He is he has suddenly thrust himself into the MVP conversation, which I want to talk about later. But the Carolina, the advanced metric metric stats were a little favorable with them. Their mm-hmm. quarterback's not killing them. And, you know, we might get two playoff teams out of that division and two out of the NFC West. 
which would leave you and Philly fighting for the NFC East potentially. Yeah. Yeah, I was down. I think the last time we did the podcast, when we guessed the Lions for Jacksonville, Carolina, first of all, we said stay away, Atlanta, Houston. And I said, same divisions playing, Jacksonville, Carolina, also stay away. That was a very entertaining game. Yeah. I'm glad I stayed away because I would have bet it the wrong way. But I, I'd much rather watch uh, Allen and uh, and Minshew than uh, who else? Uh, than Flacco and Rivers, right? Like, wasn't that so much more compelling? Oh, yeah. Work? Well, yeah. it, w- it was especially compelling if you had Jacksonville plus three and a half. Ugh. And then it was compelling for my anus. But um, I actually think Carolina should have won that game by double figures. It was interesting. Joey Sly, who was one of the five best players in the league through four weeks, was just lights out, making everything. <laughs> and then somebody blocked his first field goal today from, like, I think it was like 56. Mm-hmm. And then that was it. He fell apart. And he, let, he, and he just kind of let Jacksonville hang around. As you said, that not only was that game incredibly entertaining, McCaffrey was the best player of the day today, but um, Minshew had four Hail Marys in a row. I've never seen that before. Yeah, right. They kept getting defensive penalties, right? To yeah. To end it, yeah. And one of them, to Fournette, I, I guess I just don't understand the pass interference review. And I, I think that's, if you're going to make your headlines from the first five weeks and you're doing like the dopiest subplot of the first five weeks, it's this mm-hmm. pass interference reviews. Doesn't yeah. seem like there's any rhyme or reason. Seems like they're really afraid to overturn. But like the Fournette, there were, I think it was the third Hail Mary through to Fournette. And Fournette was going to catch it. And the guy just went barreling into him yeah. and knocked it down. And it was like, that's like the definition of pass interference. I think there's a different standard for the, the Hail Marys than there is every other play. I think they actually made a point of that. But you're right. He did get shoved. But Minshew was doing some interesting things with the Hail Mary. He yeah. wasn't throwing it in the back of the end zone. He was purposely lofting it so that it was in the front of the end zone. And who was it? Shark? Like a, some, some of the guys in the front were Westbrook. I don't know what it was. But. They were purposely setting up where everybody else is waiting by the goalpost and almost worked. He, interesting. he is still probably the favorite for offensive rookie of the year. Well, it was um, it was still it was Daniel Jones going into this week, but as a slight favorite. And then Murray was too. I mean, she was actually third, but I think Minshew is legitimately good. Mm-hmm. I got to say, wouldn't you say he's above average? I think he's yeah. above average. Yeah. I hear all these announcers like in the terrible, like roughing the passer call against the Steelers that cost them the game potentially. But you're like, oh, well, they're doing it for a reason. You want to see your starting quarterbacks out there. And it's like, uh, I don't know. I kind of like Gardner <laughs> Minshew. I like some of these guys, Allen and some of these other guys. I'm sick of the old guys already. Well, they were talking last week about if, if Minshew just keeps going, whether they would uh, potentially trade Foles, which mm-hmm. I think would have some cap issues for them. I'm going the other way. What if what if they put Minshew on the open market when Foles comes back? Oh, interesting. And they just say, I mean, he's so easy to trade. He's got like the cheapest possible contract. And they're like, hey, man, Minshew is available. And you just sold like as high as humanly possible. Where does that guy go? Like Cincinnati or something? I'm trying. I'm what about at, the like, Bears? Where we go? What if they went to the Bears and they said, we'll give you uh, Minshew for Trubisky right now. Right <laughs> well, now. I don't know. How much I do think you believe you hate in Trubisky Mitch? more than a lot of a lot of the GMs out there, and, and people would make the decisions to do. You're, I can't believe you're so defensive of Trubisky. I don't care. About you, it. I don't know. Wait I a just second. Don't chase, I know it's easy to make him a punchline, but Chase Daniel is not better. He's not. He's not. Wait a second. I'm just realizing something. What you're a Trubiskaholic. <laughs> is that right? You are. <laughs> These are all the signs. Oh no! You're disparaging Chase Daniel. You're saying he's not as bad as as people seem to think he is. 
Mm-hmm. It seems like you have real hope in him. You won't trade him straight up for Gardner Minshew. <laughs> Crazy. You're a Trubiskaholic. I can't believe well, it. Why right, don't you tell me? It. What are my 12 steps? What do I have to go through? I'm a Trubiskaholic. Outed yourself from the pod. Let's, uh, let's take a quick break. The Google Assistant is ready to help you get more done with just your voice in the car at home and everywhere you take your phone. With the Assistant, you can set reminders so you don't forget important things like, hey, Google, remember that my keys are on the top shelf. And then later I can just say, hey, Google, where did I leave my keys? Guess what? Google will know. A little help, hands-free. Just say, hey, Google, to get started. I wish my wife had used, hey, Google, wake me up so I could get on my plane from Boston, LA, because she missed it today. That's a whole other story. Check out uh, Google Assistant. Just say, hey, Google, to get started. Okay. I I had two big questions for you. Mm -hmm. The first one is this. Is there a single contender through five weeks that you feel good about? What do you mean? Like, uh, uh, I'm I'm including your Patriots? Contender? Yeah. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you the New England Patriots, Mm -hmm. the New Orleans Saints, the Green Bay Packers, and the Kansas City Chiefs, who I think are the top four teams if we were doing a power poll right now. San Francisco and Seattle are probably right underneath them. And then after that, it's just people going up and down depending on the week. Are you 100% sold on any of those teams? You're 100% sold on the Pats? I'll play it like this. Is there anyone I'd be shocked that didn't make the championship game? Okay, great. Before What's the answer week, to that? I said, God, I, I was looking for odds. I was like, what do you get for Chiefs Patriots AFC championship? Because there's no way that's not it. Now I'm looking at the Chiefs and I'm like, they're going to get, someone's going to run, they're going to get 350 yards. Sony Michelle is going to go crazy on them in January. And maybe someone before that, maybe Lamar Jackson gets 250 yards rushing if they make it that far. Uh, and is Mahomes' ankle going to be a thing every week? Because I don't know what to make of that either. Like the announcer, like, oh well, it changed the game. Like, and then it'll like sprint for a first down. So I'm not sure how real that is. So right now, Patriots are the only team that I'd be shocked that didn't make uh, if they didn't make the championship game. Like I said, I have NFC one, two, three, and four, but those are interchangeable. I think you're right. So you're the Patriots, who I d- I did a quick power poll before we started the pod. Mm-hmm. According to my calculations, they've played they played Pittsburgh the twenty fifth out of thirty two. They played the Jets, who have thirty, Washington thirty one, and Miami thirty two. Who was our other game against? The, did we play the Giants? Play the Giants next, next week. week. We play the Giants next week. I have them at twenty six. Yeah, and then the only good team we played was uh, Buffalo, who I have number nine. And yeah. that they that game they almost lost. There's some. There's some concerns with this Pats team when they have a game like the game you played to get today against Green Bay or even the kind of game Kansas City just played against Indianapolis where if you're in third and eights, third and thirteens, Brady, I've never seen him more uncomfortable in the pocket. And, you know, this is right around the time every year where the Pats fans started worrying about Brady, but he just looks like he really doesn't want to get hit or maybe he's saving himself for January or whatever, but... If there's any pressure at all, he he doesn't seem like he's moving around the same way, and he's really dumping the ball. And um, you could see, feel it last week in that Buffalo game, and I, I think it's a concern because, you know, not having that tight end valve like they used to have, it's the teams now always know it's going to be White or Edelman. Gordon has been decent this year. That's about it, but 
Man, from a weapon standpoint, you can see why they they kicked the tires so hard on Antonio Brown. This is a team. I actually think they need to trade for a receiver. Well, I know I could see what you're saying, but here's the luxury you have: the defense. The defense is great, and as far as the offense and the offensive line, you have time to figure it out. You have that division wrapped up, no matter what. I don't care what the Bills are going to be doing. You have it wrapped up. So, and you still have a bunch of teams that aren't good on the schedule, right? Yeah, Giants at Jets. It gets harder now. Again, second half of the season, it gets harder, but the offensive line will get healthier. The offensive line has not has uh, really had some tough spots. That's what I mean. It could work out. It was weird seeing like just like through eight minutes of the first quarter, you guys had uh, Brady had taken three sacks. Maybe one of them didn't count, but he was on his back three times, and you didn't convert a fourth and one. It's like, oh boy, this isn't Patriots football. But then. You have to beat you guys for four quarters, and no right. team can do it. That's just how it is. They're going to out with him. They covered the spread. They covered the 21-plus. They did it all. Brady had an old man moment today that almost gave me a heart attack. What happened? He tried to do a slide, and oh yeah, I don't know what was going on, but he, he was basically like, how can I tear every ligament in my knee at the same time and put his <laughs> leg out? And I, I don't need – like, I could slide better now, and I just turned 50. Yeah. And it really seemed like that was it. He just blew out his knee, but he has this giant knee brace now, I guess, um, that he's had for a while. But every once in a while, you're reminded that he has this giant knee brace. And the, I guess the knee brace weathered the storm, but it was just like such a unathletic, like old guy play. I was like, oh, man. Well, that's not his thing anyway. No, you're I right. know. But it's just it, there are these moments where you're like, oh, man, this dude's 42. Yeah. Like this is, you know, I and I know we're pushing the limits of what we, you know, look at Verlander now. Jacko was on a tweet. Jacko is so upset about the uh, Houston coming next round. He's doing all these <laughs> Verlander tweets about all the great pitchers in history. Now Verlander is the only one whose ERA is getting better in his mid thirties. Right. Everyone else that goes the other way. I know we're pushing the, the, the limits of age and all that, but 42 is still 42. And you can feel it sometimes in these games. Well, I, fine, but I, I don't know. How, how much am I going to hear you complain? You're going to be. I'm not I'm complaining. The You're going to be eight and zero. You're going to be at least eight and zero and go to Baltimore. I'm not complaining. I I think from a weapon standpoint, I think there this is there's going to be a certain style they're going to and a rhythm that they're going to have to play with this year. I worry about them, um, in a in a shootout type of game. But then you watch the Chiefs tonight, and uh, you know they couldn't stay out of their own way offensively after the first quarter. Well, I also I also felt we got a we got a classic Jason Garrett game and a classic Andy Reid game. Oh yeah, let's talk about that. So yeah, uh, oh, so Jason so Garrett, to answer but, your contenders thing, just quickly yeah. on the on the contenders thing. Mm-hmm. So you feel the best about the Pats? Would you say New Orleans or Green Bay for, that you feel the best about right now? Because Breeze will be back in a few weeks, and I think the Saints defense has been really impressive. I've absolutely. been impressed. Yeah. I know you guys had uh, you had the Rams against the Saints, and that's a game that um, Breeze went out on. They could have maybe won that game. I mean, they are solid. They are rock solid defensively. And that Marshawn Lattimore, what he held, he held like Evans to nothing today, and Cooper to nothing. Like he's really like Deion Sanders esque in the in the shutdown department. It really is. And they had six sacks. Really, um, I don't know. It's a lot. That you know, it takes it takes Teddy Bridgewater. He doesn't have to pass for 300 yards he did anyway he got into a groove with michael thomas jared cook came alive thank you i didn't start him in fantasy after like five <laughs> weeks but uh yeah that team scares me a lot well michelle La- michelle Lattimore, uh 
he shut down my undefeated fantasy season. You beat, you're going to beat yes. me this week unless Nick Chubb has 40 points. You need 40 from Chubb. You got very mouthy, very mouth sending emails, sending it well, over the site and everything. I, I, I knew it was going to end soon, so I wanted to enjoy it. The thing about fantasy <laughs> is you're going to have the week where Mike Evans just has a zero. Right. And I'm Googling Mike Evans in the third quarter. Like, I didn't have enough to worry about as the Bears are just cratering in London. Mm-hmm. And Mike Evans, I just have this zero. And I'm watching the game and I'm like, I swear he's out there. What's going on? Yeah, right. I'm Googling him. Is, it like the, is he sick? Does he have bronchitis? What's happening? <laughs> no, totally healthy. Just decided to give a zero. And then the other one that killed me today was Lamar. And before we talk about Garrett and Reed, we should just talk quickly about um, just, it seems like the jury is out now on how to beat Baltimore and you just boots the living hell out of Lamar. <laughs> Yeah, right. And and basically try to force him to bad decisions. He was not good today. It was tough. Tough one. I don't think he's good. I apologize to Mallory and to you to a lesser extent. I I would trade him for Patrick Mahomes mm. <laughs> if I could. Well, I saw you guys talking about it. Um if, you know, if if he's up against these giant defenses, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. But um would you trade yeah. him for Minshew? No, 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 no. No, that's craziness. All right. Do you want to do you want to do Jason Garrett or Andy Reid? Well, I just I, I don't know. Take your pick, but that the slamming the red flag down and getting called for that, that was I had to laugh, even though I knew it meant the end of the game for us, but I had to laugh. I was like, that's a great Jason Garrett moment. And just the play calling in itself. And then Andy Reid, I'll just do it real quick. I, I had a I had a problem with that fourth and one call, right? Like it was you know, awful. They, you know they're gonna stop it right up the gun. If you do play action there, I know you don't want to roll them right. He has trouble with his wheels and everything. You do play action there. You could probably score on on a lot of the options you're gonna uh, you're gonna throw their way. Really, honestly, the run up the middle is the one thing you can't do. It was really bad. It was a very Andy Reid esque home yep. collapse as a big favorite. We've seen it a million times in the past. The crowd crowd was super loud, ready to go. The whole thing. Indianapolis's defense. Um, you know that was my adopted gambling team this year. Sure, and. I didn't even bet on them today. I, we did. We threw a token million dollar picks parlay on them, but um, they just had so many injuries on defense that seemed unrealistic. Offense too, Mac and Hilton. How yeah. are they going to get this going? They don't even know who's playing out of those two. Well, I've been praising Mac all season on this pod. I really think he's one of like the five best running backs in the league. Yeah, he, he's solid. He's so smart. They had that one. He had that one great run near the end when he ran for the first down, where he was just waiting, 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 and then kind of put his hand on the blocker's back and mm-hmm. fell forward three yards. I, I think that guy's really good. Um, but they killed anyone who ran the ball killed them today. That's they true. They really did. I think, uh, I mean, including Brissett, who, who ran the today? Well, their nose tackle went out on the Chiefs. That wasn't open. The, yeah, uh, Wilk, Wilkins had some good run. Like they, He's good. They, they lit him up. I, I felt like in the third quarter, I'm like, oh, my God, they – they have a three-point lead, and I'm texting you live lines because I would I did it with the Chiefs the last three weeks, and we didn't do it. But at one point, they were down three points, and they were an underdog, and it was in the third quarter. And it was like, yeah, because Brissett probably could pass for 30 yards the rest of the game, and they'll win this. They were just getting gouged on the ground. It was amazing. We didn't talk about the clapper because they showed him a couple times doing the clapper thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think they should weave in stock footage from different years, so we have to guess which which year it is when he when they do that. Like when they're down 31-3 and they get a first down, they should just cut to like a 2009 thing of him clapping. And <laughs> they'd be good. like, oh, wait. Oh, no, that's an old one. Like, there should be a little game within the game. Maybe they could get it sponsored. 
Yeah. What year of the Clapper was this? Classic oh, I Clapper, though. I thought. Uh, I thought <laughs> your team got. Clapper. I thought your team got out coached the last two weeks. That wasn't helping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know it's going to show. You just. You, I never think they're going to win anything with this coaching staff. And also, like Kellen Moore got a little too much credit. They beat up on those soft defenses, and it's like, yeah. oh, Kellen Moore, this is a new d- diversified offense. And it's like, nah. As soon as someone throws something weird at you defensively, it's going to be trouble. The one thing I really enjoy is when they're not playing well in a game that Aikman's doing. Because mm-hmm. he sometimes he can't hide it. It would be like if I was announcing a Patriots game. Yeah. The, they, the kicker, he made it, but there was a false start near the end. And then he missed the 33-yarder. And as he was missing it, Troy goes, he was like, Oh no! Like he just he couldn't help it. He like <laughs> said out loud, "Still on the payroll. What are you gonna do?" Well, he's you know he's the Hall of Famer from the Cowboys, Trachman. Hey, we're teaming up with FanDuel to give you, the listener out there, a chance to play fantasy football against me, Sal, and the trifecta. The best part: the winner gets to fly out to Puerto Rico, be our official correspondent for FanDuel's World Fantasy Football Championship Live Finals. And I don't think we can get Harry for this anymore because he's like blowing up. He's got this whole weird internet gambling. He He's hitting picks. He's got other partners now. It feels like you're getting pushed out. I don't know what's going on, so <laughs> He's one calzone away from blowing up. Yeah, he's in <laughs> London right now. He was at that game. I don't, I don't know. I have to talk to him. I don't know what his deal he's is. He's got a lot of stuff going on. Well, we have stuff going on here. You'll get an all-expense-paid trip to enjoy four days' worth of WFFC events in Puerto Rico, including an exclusive beach after-party with live performance by Ludacris. Go to FanDuel.com slash Ringer. Draft your Week 6 fantasy team. Throw it in that league before the games kick off on Sunday. I got one, one quick thing. I, I was 447th out of 834. That gets me no money. But uh, James White. You know, I, I draft this guy. I was like, I want to have him in one, maybe two leagues, and then do, put him on daily fantasy. What happened to this guy? He's, he's, he used to he used to be, score like gangbusters. Now the, is Belichick mad at him because he saw the birth of his child and like now he doesn't just get in anymore? He, uh, I think it's one of those things that seems like when he's in, they know we're going to use him. It's like the Cordero Cordero Patterson syndrome. Yeah. We're, Cordero Patterson's in the game. We're like, oh, they're, they're definitely running. Some yeah, but sneak, that matters anymore. Room. James White made a whole career. At no, it. I know. I like did, 12 receptions a game. I think the no Gronk thing, I I don't know. It's a weird theory, but I, I wonder if that's affected a little bit where he's really the only outlet other than Edelman. Yeah. But All right, and the other thing on FanDuel, before we go leave, DeAndre Hopkins, I had him on my team, killed me. Like, I don't know. My son's like, I have DeAndre Hopkins. I went up against Will Fuller. I was like, yeah, fantasy sucks. I don't well, have to tell you, I finished five. I, I'm five twenty one in our league, mm-hmm. so that wasn't great. I had Thielen and Robinson, but um, you know who killed me? Lamar Jackson. Yep. That's right. I forgive him. I love Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Yeah, yeah. would have been nice to have Deshaun Watson's five touchdowns. This was one of those weeks, though, that whoever had Deshaun Watson and McCaffrey was winning. Right. Right. It's over. Anyway, remember you can play against me, Sal, and the trifecta in the Ringer Listener League on Fanduel. Doesn't matter if you missed last week. You can still take home the top prize. Go to findle.com slash ringer to enter right now. Last thing I wanted to mention before we get to guess the lines. Who's your MVP right now through five weeks? I know it's early. I know it's not even totally one third of the season, but we were, we never actually bet on Mahomes to win the MVP. We thought it was a slam dunk. Now right. I would argue he's third. He might even be fourth. Who's third? Mahomes. No. Could you no. could you see Wilson and McCaffrey being above him? 
Well, I guess McCaffrey moves up. Yeah. And Hustle I think and Wilson Bustle. moves up. Hustle and Bustle had a great game. God, you forget how great he is sometimes. He really, and that game was spectacular. That game was as close a game, Rams, Seahawks, as you could possibly get. I mean, him rolling left and hitting uh, Lockett in the, to the very corner of the end zone. There's no other place. That was very close. Goff going for the two-point conversion, almost making it, not making that was close. Woods has his knee down, does he not, in the end zone before his, uh, you know, before the elbow hits. That was, And, of course, the field goal goes over the, if it was an extended goalpost, yeah. who knows what would have happened. I mean, that's every single part of that was close. It was a crazy game. The thing you definitely noticed with Wilson this year, and the point's been made by a lot of different people, he just seems like really locked in. Yeah. Like, like this is career year Russell Wilson, which is good for you because he's your fantasy QB. But mm-hmm. um, I, I was talking to, uh, Russell and I have been texting about these sports media things that people say. And one of them is definitely this, where people go, people don't talk enough about how good Russell Wilson is. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I think we do actually. I think people... <laughs> I think Russell Wilson's won a Super Bowl. He's been really good for this entire decade. He, yeah. Nobody's sleeping on Russell Wilson. There's nobody watching the Thursday night game going, oh man, I never realized Russell Wilson was good. He <laughs> right. is good. Right. We, we've, know, our, we've known he's when he was holding out or threatening to hold out last year, like it was a big deal because people are like, holy shit, they're going to blow it with Russell Wilson? The guy's great. Um, he's excellent. They would be crazy if they had ever let him go. And you know, what's weird with them is they ran more than any other team in the NFL. They ran like 58% of the time, which is unheard of last year in uh, today's football. But I think Pete Carroll to mention him for a second, he has eight straight in one point victory in one point games. He's won eight straight. Like that's how lucky do you, you can't be more lucky coming from a team that threw an interception from the one yard line in the Super Bowl. That aside, you don't get luckier. Right. Than other, than, other than that, <laughs> right. other you than the worst right. last second loss in football history. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Keep that out of your mind. Yeah. He has, uh, he still has the best reactions of any coach who pulls a game out of his ass. Like yeah. on a, like when the other team misses the game winning field goal, nobody's right. better than Pete at like whipping the headset off and sprinting on the field, all that stuff. But yeah, Russell Wilson's really good. And, um, like Collinsworth said today in, during the game, he was raving about one of the Colts guys and he's like, we don't talk about interior offensive linemen enough. <laughs> now that's a case where it's like, yeah, you're probably right. True. Yeah. I was going to lead the podcast with interior offensive linemen today and decided <laughs> against it. Right. But the whole, we don't talk about how good Russell Wilson thing is, is absurd. Now mm. McCaffrey is somebody that we talked about as, you know, a possible first guy drafted in fantasy mm-hmm. or a highest auction price. He was known to be one of the best fantasy guys, but now we're seeing it flip a little bit where he actually might be one of the best guys. He's certainly the biggest impact running back this season. Well, he takes over games, yeah. right? Like that, that's uh, not to say that he didn't do that last year, but it's, um, it seems more regular now. And, um, and it doesn't real boy, I, I hate to crap on, on Cam Newton, but, now this they're kid's better. making it all work, right? Yeah. Uh, does it matter? Maybe maybe McCaffrey's like sprinting for an 80-yard touchdown. No one's within 12 yards of even touching him. Maybe it doesn't really matter, and, and he's getting lucky, this Kyle Allen, but this team has a little little more uh, <laughs> more vigor, right? No, the, it matters, and I'm going to make a afternoon cable TV point. Mm-hmm. This is Christian McCaffrey's team now, Sal. <laughs> 
Cam Newton, he had to go for this to happen. And now everybody knows this is Christian McCaffrey's team. But it really is. I, I do think Newton kind of had to get pushed out for a couple weeks. And right. they had to recalibrate what was going on and go, oh, yeah, this is one of the best players in the league. This Our whole offense should revolve around him. Yeah. So, what, what happens if he comes back? What do they do? Hmm. I think I think they have some outs with that. Because yeah. if if they can continue to succeed, it will be a lot tougher to justify, oh, great, Cam Newton's back. Let's put him back in. Because he looks so bad before he got yeah. taken out. Have you looked at their schedule, by the way? I haven't, no. So they, they're home for the Bucks next week. Oh, no, I'm sorry. They're not home for the Bucks. That's a, a London game. Oh, you nailed it. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, thank you. you. Man. <laughs> then at San Francisco after a bye week, and then home for the Titans. I don't know. That team that team could be six and two pretty easily. They could be all right. Yeah, you just we you look, you can't count anyone. Although I am about to count Atlanta out. I really am. I uh I was I, gonna I bring what, that up. Well I don't what's, know what to do with them. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. Because do you agree with me that it's Wilson McCaffrey and Mahomes now as our top three MVP? I don't yeah, even know who fine. the favorite is. Uh, yeah, I guess Mahomes takes a hit tonight, but I, I still think he's going to have monster numbers at the end of the year. If Seattle goes like 12 and four, Wilson's going to win the MVP. Yeah. If he plays the way he did those first five. Right. But McCaffrey could have the greatest fantasy season we've had since like vintage Tomlinson. Well, then I'm the, excited they have to go 10 and six for, for him to win MVP. Yeah. Yeah, like probably like eleven and five, right? Ten and mm, six, eleven and yeah, five. That's a lot for that. Yeah. Again, I don't know what's go what's gonna be in that division. I really don't. You don't see that one happening? I like the Saints. I still like the Saints at the top there. But if you want to talk Atlanta, I'm I'm all ears. Yeah. Well, hold on, one McCaffrey thing. He has hundred and fifty nine point six PPR fantasy points, one twenty eight point six non PPR. PPR. Wow. Get the fuck out of here with PPR. It's the fourth and fifth most by any running back through his team's first five games, according to Tristan Cockrell. Wow. Um, even even on pace with uh, Tomlinson. And he's yeah, throwing passes, too. He does it all. I have... We're, we usually try to do this. Now we're through five weeks. I think we can cross five teams off pretty easily. We might even be able to cross it off six. Because I'm, I'm happy crossing off Miami, Washington, the Jets, the Bengals, the Falcons. Falcons are one and four. They're embarrassing. Remember Brown just moved here two weeks ago? Mm -hmm. Partly to get away from the Falcons. I don't think he moved far away enough. I think he might have to go to Hawaii. He's going to keep going? Yeah. Arizona, I think, is a cross-off. I don't see a scenario where they go 10 and six in the NFC. So we already already have five teams. Oh, I'm sorry, six teams. Six teams if you go Atlanta, yeah. I was going to give Atlanta one more week, but I, I don't know. Now, you know, I don't know if I can give Quinn, Dan Quinn, one more week. Like they fired their defensive coordinator. He wanted to take over as DC to prove that he's worthy of being a head coach. I don't know what that does. And they got just slashed by Houston, who at home like had scored 13 points or, or 50. It's such a weird division. They had 160 yards rushing between Hyde, Johnson, and uh, Deshaun Watson. So they have their home for the Rams this week and home for Seattle next week. You don't think. I can't imagine that. Oh, I'm sorry. They're at Arizona this week. Yeah. Home for the Rams, home for Seattle. Those are their next three. 
All right. Why don't we make at Arizona lose a Leafs town uh, match? Well, we usually try to go one one cross off team f- per week, right. so I'm I'm fine keeping them. So we'll cross off Miami, Washington, Jets, Cincy, Arizona. Somehow the Giants have avoided the chopping block. Yeah, but they're bad. I mean, I love Minnesota this week. Uh, you know what they're up against. They went against Tampa Bay and Washington, and they won those games. When Tampa's de- first of all, they shouldn't have beaten Tampa Bay. You could have made that field goal at the end or any of the extra points. And uh, let's well, this, just let's just not forget that the Giants are bad. This is why I'm bad at gambling because I refuse to put Minnesota in a tease because I didn't want to bet on Kirk Cousins, and then I bet on Chase Daniel. Right. <laughs> One of the many reasons I'm terrible. I was betting on Danell Hunter and uh, and and Cook to have a good game, and and Cousins by accident had a good game. He had over 300 yards and two touchdowns. So. Did you see the play when Mason Rudolph got hurt? Yes, I did. Yeah. Like, were you watching it live? Uh, no, I saw the replay like three seconds after. All right, I was watching it live. Mm-hmm. I actually thought he there was a possibility he was dead. Yeah, that's right. You texted, yeah, and then he, you're like, "Whoop, he's up." He went, he went down, and he was just completely lifeless, but not like concussion lifeless. He seemed dead, and somebody leaned over him and kind of tapped his chest, and nothing was happening, and he was just kind of like, "Oh my god," started waving people, but yeah, that was really bad. Um, Pittsburgh's one and four. And they traded their first round pick in the Minkum Fitzpatrick trade. Mm-hmm. And in the NBA, you would have lottery protected it. And in the NFL, these guys are all dumbasses. They don't lottery protect it. And that pick, I mean, I don't think they can pass since the Jets, Washington, Miami. But that that pick's going to probably be in the top 10. It's going to be between five and you. 10. I thought it was a mistake. I, I, and I thought about it too. It wasn't a reactionary thing. And then you have Steelers fans like, no, what, what does it matter? He's still going to be better than any first round pick we have next year. I was like, yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so either. But I guess they're just counting on Rudolph or what's it going to be? 37, 38 year old Roethlisberger coming back and, um, yeah, but why not charge? Why not top five protect it? And if they don't get it, he rolls over. Yeah. Right. Like in the NBA, where nobody gives up unprotected first round picks when they're bad. Mm-hmm. People, somebody get fired immediately. No, you could do that in the NFL. All right. Before we get to uh, week six, are you following this Daryl Morey versus China thing? I try not to. I uh, I saw Clay Travis get involved and I'm like, all right. I just. Oh, no. Kind of, Clay, I Tra- side I'm on. Clay Travis waited in. <laughs> he did. I'm, I'm going to be very. I don't want to say too much because I had I was watching football all day and I wasn't researching mm-hmm. all the nuances of it. But this is the most fascinating NBA story in a couple of years, maybe since Sterling, where mm-hmm. you have they China is so important to their business, and you know not only what like a franchise like the Rockets that since Yao Ming was on the team. You know, they've had this huge foothold in China, but the individual right. guys that have gone over there, like Kobe, Curry, people like that, they're having games over there. They're trying to show their games, do these broadcast deals. They just brought in um, Joe Side to be the Nets owner. And this was kind of the big economic, you know, windfall place for them that they had been looking at. This and India were the two, two big places for them, but especially China. And mm-hmm. with one tweet, this has turned into one of the craziest NBA stories we've had. The NBA didn't really say anything for 36 hours. And then they finally did a statement. And now people are comparing the statement that was in English versus the statement that was in Chinese that was translated, which was much harsher on Daryl. Oh, no. And I, I actually thought he was going to get fired this weekend. I thought I mean, might it might still happen. 
I, I can't say I feel safe. I mean, he's my friend. Yeah. But I thought he was going to get fired this weekend because there was so much money at stake that it just becomes one of those things, you know, and once the internet gets involved and the, and the tweet bots and all that stuff and people start mobilizing, it goes to a whole other level. But, uh, I'll be really this, you know, they, they have these games there this week. People are traveling over there and, and, you know, ESPN didn't even, no writer from ESPN that I could find on their website even wrote about this. So ESPN has their own economic wow. incentives there. And, and this is, it's a little like when WWE had that pay-per-view in South Africa that became a big deal. Oh, right. Yeah. And people were pushing for them to pull out and then they just didn't pull out because it was too much money at stake. This China NBA thing is at a whole other level. So um, I would keep an eye on this story. I don't want to say too much because I can't say I'm, I don't feel informed enough about it to have like a deep, deep opinion, but I might tackle it on Tuesday. I'm going to research all this stuff the next couple of days, but I still think there's a, you know, I don't, I don't feel hundred percent safe with, with, uh, with Daryl. I want to see how this plays out. All right. Well, hopefully here's the lesson through. though, Sal. We, none <laughs> of us should be on Twitter. Like none of us. Let's all get off. Let's all get off tomorrow. It really does suck. Did you were you the one who said that there should be um something that if you're hired for a job it it deletes all of your tweets from 18 years uh from when you were 18 years or younger? Yeah. 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 There should be some kind of app that just does that for you. I told Kyle to delete all his tweets a while ago. Yeah. Got rid of all of them. When Kyle was gonna become the producer, I was like, delete your tweets, dude. I don't even know what's on there. I'm not going through there, but just just do it. I might delete mine. I might I might just do it. Cuban has some app. Um, let's, uh, let's take a quick break and then we'll do, I guess, lines. Let's talk about Pepsi. They take all NFL celebrations to the next level, whether it's a Hail Mary touchdown, a defensive stop on the goal line, or a Super Bowl win when it's time to celebrate. It's time to crack open a Pepsi. I think the last time we talked about this, I can't remember how extensively I talked about Billy White Shoes Johnson, mm -hmm. the Atlanta Falcons receiver that I came to love in the late 70s and early 80s because when he scored, he would wiggle his legs back and forth and do this whole celebration. I'd never seen anybody celebrate a touchdown and he immediately became my hero. I went on YouTube to see, I assume there was like a 10 minute Billy White Shoes Johnson touchdown celebration video. It does not exist. Oh. So weirdos on the internet who make stuff like this. Can you make me a Billy White Shoes Johnson touchdown celebration video? I want to see it. Um, Pepsi, I don't know. For whatever reason, I think of I think of Pepsi when I think of touchdown celebrations. Who doesn't? Right? Um, my favorite one right now. What's your favorite one right now, Kyle? Uh, I like the team celebrations. I'm a big fan of the team celebrations. Even you, the corny like rowboats or whatever. I'm just every anybody anytime they're working together, I'm all in. Do you like when the defense runs it in the end zone and does the whole pose thing? Oh, because I kind they, of enjoy that they one. never get to do it. Yeah. They don't they never know what to yeah, do. Yeah, I enjoy that one as well. Uh Pepsi, the official sponsor of the NFL, reminds you and me and Kyle to always be celebrating. All right, guess the lines. Sal, can you guess the record? Win-loss, not against the spread for road teams this year. How many games? Can you tell me how many games? 75. Win-loss for road teams, not Win -loss. against the spread. No spread, win-loss. The road team is uh, uh, 42 and 33. Oh, you're good. You should be on a daily gambling show. Is that what it is? It's 43-32. Oh, okay, good. So home teams, just to win, are 11 games under 500. Mm -hmm. Stupid season. Let's not gamble anymore. Thursday night, 
the New England Patriots are playing at home against the New York football giants. There's going to be a lot of Eli chants. Danny Dimes, people get excited about him. I think the line has to be at least two touchdowns. I'm going to go Patriots by 14 and a half. Hmm. I went way high. I put another factor in. I went 18 and a half. You're closer at 16. Um, now you factor in previous games, you know, maybe history between the teams, home field advantage. But I added, I think, three points to Bill Belichick hates his goddamn team and he wants to rip their head off and win by 40. Mm. He doesn't care where if Eli's in the stadium, it's good enough for him. But apparently Vegas doesn't agree with me. Well, this is Eli's last time in a Giants uniform. Thank God it's a Thursday game, so we only have a couple days to see shots of the Tyree catch. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What would you have for the Giants, their entire team, how many points they score versus the Patriots defense? What would be the line for that? This is interesting because I have to do a a prop on this uh, for Fox. Um, Oh, really? Yeah, so... Okay, so if the f- spread is 16... Well, you think what, the Giants, the spread for them would be, what, over under 16 and a half points, 17 points? I think we can figure it out because the... No, I don't even think that many. 13 and a half, 14? I think they're expecting it to be about 31-14. Yeah. All right, so let's say the Giants are 14 and a half points. Mm-hmm. Let's say the Pats defense is good for a touchdown. So you mm-hmm. get the entire Giants team versus the Pats defense. Giants minus seven and a half. Where are you going? I'm with you. I think the Patriots defense scores. It's funny. I have this written down for something we're we'll oh, discussing it. tomorrow. This is I, I really think they're the and here's another thing. Don't they want Eli in the game? They're gonna try <laughs> I, I know there's no more bounties in football. Uh Greg Williams did away. We we can't do that anymore. But um I think Belichick's gonna wink, wink, nod, nod at his defense and says, I want to see Eli Manning in this game. Do what you have to do. So Here's my dream scenario for this game. Brady scrambles out on the giant sideline, goes out of bounds on a scramble, and Eli hits him over the helmet with a steel chair, and it's just a full-scale <laughs> brawl. It's just on. They finally <laughs> fight. That's what, how they would do WWE. Yeah. I have two Sunday marquee games, Sal. I think there are a bunch of good ones. A bunch of bad ones, too, but what do you like? So let's go with this one first. Chiefs-Texans yeah. in Kansas City. Deshaun against Mahomes. There's no way this won't be entertaining. It's a shame they can't flex this and put this on. Uh, on actually, the Monday night game is good this week. Green Bay Detroit. Mm-hmm. I have Kansas City by seven against Houston. That's exactly what I had. It's eight. They made it eight. Okay. What do we think of Houston? Still a stay away? I feel very comfortable just never wagering on them this year. I think none of these AFC South teams can win two games in a row. <laughs> I don't know. Right? Hmm. I don't, I don't know tough. what to make of them. Very, very rare. There were moments in that Atlanta game today when it actually seemed like Atlanta might come back. Mm-hmm. And then Atlanta's defense was just like, nah, we're good. We're going we're to give them another right. touchdown. You're, but then you, lo- you look at Watson like, oh my God, if he plays like this, not even every game, but two out yeah. of three, like they should win this division by four games, right? It's like 426 yards, you have five touchdowns. I'm making this second one a provisional Sunday marquee game because it, it really hinges on if the 49ers beat the Browns on Monday night, which we don't know yet because we're taking right. this Sunday night. Rams at home against the 49ers. If the 49ers go into this game undefeated and the Rams are three and two with Seattle, Kyle just burped. Sorry. Kyle's in rough shape. <laughs> what happened, Kyle? Kyle's, Kyle's in bad shape. 
Kyle, you we know, haven't even started the week yet. It's Sunday night. First of all, Kyle never made it to my house today for football. And the oh, Pats no. were up two against the Redskins late in the first half. And I was furious because <laughs> anytime he's not here, like bad stuff happens. And if Brady had blown out his knee on that knee brace thing and Kyle wasn't here, I, I, that would have been it. I just wouldn't oh, have shown no. up tomorrow. It would have been a new, new producer. <laughs> we would have been having auditions. Kyle, just sleep over Saturday nights. Why are you even chancing it? Anyway? Kyle, he's, Kyle's in rare form lately. Um, so Rams, I have minus four against the 49ers. Boy, this was, uh, I'm ashamed. I, I should get fired for what I do for a living because I said six and a half. It's way high. Three and a half is right. Hmm. Three and a half. And that, if the 49ers look good on a uh, Monday, that'll, I think that'll go to three or two and a half. Mm-hmm. What's the September line on this? What, what's the late oh, yeah. August line? Like, what do you think it was eight? Like what? Oh, what I think it was like nine and a half. Wow. Yeah, I just just the same. It's going to be on a short week. The Rams, what, are they going to lose three in a row? I think you have to factor these things in. Goff's a fun one. The, the People are just arguing in circles around Goff. Yeah. It's like, Goff is good. Goff threw for 500 yards. It can't be that bad. And then it's like, they can't win with Goff. And then mm-hmm. Goff ends up bringing them down and puts them in a position to have the game-winning field goal, which the guy misses. Right. And if they had made the field goal, it would be like, Jared Goff. It's just, it just seems like he's destined for one of those careers where we just change yeah. our minds 130 times. I'd love to know what McVay really thinks about him, though, honestly. I think uh, I think he's fine. He can only say so much because he took him to a Super Bowl and everything, but I think there's some Matthew Stafford types. I think I mentioned this would do just as well on that offense. Would you rather have him or Jacoby Brissett? Uh, I, think, I think Goff still. Kyle and I love Jacoby Brissett. And that system? I'm, I I'm guess it doesn't matter. There's not a lot Brissett. that Brissett can't do and that he does poorly, you know? The thing that I'm always impressed by him, especially this season, is how calm he is. Like, there'll be these fourth and ones. He'll change the play. He did mm-hmm. it today in the Chiefs game. Changed the play. Went over, talked to every person. There was like eight seconds, seven seconds, six seconds left on the on the, on the the 40-second clock. And he's just he's just got it. You know, yeah. you see these other QBs, they panic, they dare in the headlights, they end up calling the timeout with one second left. And he's just like, he's on it. Really, it's he's amazing. Good, I, but I think Frank Reich also instills a lot of confidence in that. Totally. Offense. He really does. I really believe in that team. And, and I hope they don't pass the point of no return with injuries, but I have them in my top seven or eight. Anyway, yeah. uh, the London game, it's Carolina versus the uh, Bucks, And... We saw this on a Thursday, didn't we, a few weeks ago? We did. I watched it on a JetBlue airplane. Yeah. Can't say it was a great game. I we think- have to see this. This has to be a not a primetime, but a, a featured game twice. I don't understand. Yeah, that is a little weird. <laughs> they should have checked with us on that one. Right. I have well, the- at least they're doing it right, and it's at 6.30 in the morning, uh, West Coast. At least the, you know they're not burying it with the other 10 games like they did the Raiders, uh, Bears today. I think the Bucks are this year's Jekyll and Hyde team. Mm-hmm. Like go go look at their five games and try to figure out if anything this makes year. sense. Every year, well, every, every year, but especially year. this year, they're yeah. freaking drunk. Yep. I have the Panthers by three and a half. Oh no, you got it wrong. They, uh, I had the Bucks by two and a half. It's the Bucks by one and a half. That's stupid. I mean, they're they're technically a home team. The Bucks are favored by two and a half. Bucks are favored by one and a half. By one and a half? I said two and a half, but yeah. I I'm really I'm really confused by that. 
Well, Cowboys watch- has a better record. Like I said, in this division also, much like the AFC South, nobody wins two games in a row. So you got to go by that. Yeah, but who do you think is better? Um, you really think the Bucks are better than the Panthers? This is a neutral site game. The Panthers yeah, are Carolina has the LeBron James. I mean, he's got the best player. They have the best player on the field. Stupid line. I I think their defense is good too. Even if even uh like the games today where, you know, the Jags were driving down. They did some stuff. It wasn't like they were the eighty five Bears, but they can get stops. Mm-hmm. You know, they. I don't know. I think they can get pressure and they can get stops when they have to. All right, the watchables. Cleveland is home for Seattle. Did you miss Philadelphia, Minnesota? Because that's better no, than I watchable, that. I think. I have that. I can't. Do you have it as a watchable? I have it as a watchable. All right. All right. We'll get to it then. That's all right. You want to do it first? Well, I just, I don't know. I think, um, you know, these could be division winners. Kirk Cousins can't get a marquee slot for me anytime right. soon. And he's going to like that. <laughs> Let's skip it. What did you have? Seattle, Cleveland? No, I'll do. We can do Vikings Eagles first. Okay, I have right. Minnesota by three over Philly. Uh, I had three also, and it's three and a half games in Minnesota. Yep. Um. There, we did it. <laughs> I have two very similar teams. Well, it's hard because Philly did uh, had to do nothing, really nothing, to win today. So you 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 want to learn more about a team? You couldn't with Philly. Wentz had fewer than two hundred yards. They had like eighty five yards rushing. That I think they had ten sacks. And Folk couldn't wait to give the ball away. It just it literally was like handing the ball to the Eagles. Yeah, I saw, I can't remember if I heard this at the beginning of the game or I read it right before the game, but they were saying how Darnold practiced all week. Yeah. But then they threw this guy in the game as a starter. When I heard that, I was like, well, that's that sounds dumb. And then mm-hmm. he made like three of the worst plays I've ever seen in my life today. Yeah, not confident, comfortable at all back yeah. there. Yeah, I wonder but why. Same thing with the Vikings. They played the Giants. So, but what do you make of it? This this isn't a loser leaves town match, but this is definitely a which we'll take one of these two teams seriously after this game. And mm-hmm. I don't know which one. It could be either. Yeah. Browns home against the Seattle Seahawks. And we'll learn more about the Browns today. I had I had the Browns minus one. I had no idea what to do with this. That's what I did too. Browns minus one. Vegas pushed it to two and a half. This is a really fun game. I mean, I, I'm excited to watch Brown Seahawks. I think Seattle's fun to watch this year. I like this too. How much stock do you put in the fact that Cleveland's going to play a short week? Seattle will have 10 days to prepare. Never know what to do with that. <laughs> the other watchable, I'm just throwing this in there because I love uh, Minchanity. Saints on the road in Jacksonville. And uh, I have the Saints by two and a half. Um, I had the Saints by, I got this right. I had Saints by one and a half. But I'll say this. I think we should bet both teams minus 10 and a half on an adjusted spread. Because this is going to be a blowout. <laughs> a blowout, okay. You're, you're going to get this way wrong. Someone's going to get way wrong. Someone's going to be like, oh, I didn't have to worry about it. Hmm. I think Jacksonville at this point, well, I'm looking at it right now. So we have Pats 5-0, and KC and Buffalo 4-1. and Texans, Ravens, Raiders, and Colts are all three and two. Jags going two and four would start to get tough for them mm-hmm. to try to make to try to uh, not just catch Houston, but even sneak in as a wild card. Feels like a must win. Is my well, point. no, Houston's probably going to lose this week, though, right? Yeah, two and four. Two yeah. and four is never where you want to be if you're trying to make the playoffs. Because I think ten, ten and six, nine and seven at worst. 
So even if nine and seven wins the division or ties, now you have to go seven and three the rest of the way. That I don't right, know yeah. how realistic it is for them. The barely watchables. I have two. The Ravens are home against uh, an increasingly awful Cincinnati team. And even though I did not like what I saw from the Ravens, I have the Ravens by 10. You're going to hit that. I, I went way high because I'm I'm further down on this Bengals team than maybe you are. It's uh, Spreads 10 and a half. I had 13. Hmm. So you get that one. I don't know. Why is it even 10? Because it's a division game? Like, I don't... I mean, Dalton had 22 yards passing at half coming off that even worse Monday start against the Steelers. Baltimore's defense is not good. That dude came off the bench on Pittsburgh. I had it on one of the small TVs. Mm -hmm. I never even found out what his name was. What was his name? Who came off the bench? The third string QB for Pittsburgh. Oh, Hodge. Uh, What was his? uh, Hodges? Yeah, Hodges. Yeah. Yeah. I just didn't know who it was. It could have been anybody. I thought it was Landry Jones for a little while. I had no idea. (laughs) (laughs) And it was never interesting enough to switch over to the, uh, the big TV. And then I switched over for OT and Tomlin gives away the coin toss. Yeah. He kicked it. Yeah. Kicked it away. He had so little confidence in his QB. He's like, man, you suck so much. I'm going to make history. I'm going to be the first person to ever do this (laughs) and kicked with the two overtime rules. It's so little confidence. And in a weird way, it worked, but then it backfired because they fumbled in their own territory and they ended up losing. So. Yeah, there's a lot going on. I mean, that late, that roughing the passer call was really, really bad too. So yeah, it was bad. A bad taste in my mouth. But Baltimore is probably two touchdowns better than Cincinnati. I, mean, I can't believe how bad. I mean, if, if you're a fan of a city, uh, of a team, like who can be less confident in their quarterback than... Bengals fans and Andy Dalton right now. You think there's some AJ Green Patriots potential? Oh, interesting. I may or may not back? have been thinking he about it. a couple it. weeks back, right? I'm not sure. Kyle, can we keep him healthy for three months? No, no. You think he just gets I hurt? I definitely don't. No. He dick teases us for like four weeks and then like it. stress fracture in his left no. foot. Kyle's out, man. Kyle's sour. He's burping. That's he's it. farting. You go from eight brown to green. Do you, yeah, you're going to run the rainbow gamut. Um, speaking of the gamut, your Denver Broncos finally on the board with a win. Really impressive. Yeah. Bradley Chubbless win uh, against in, against the Chargers, technically on the road, but it seemed like there were more Broncos fans. You talk there. about a, a Ewing theory thing. Yeah, but you're right. Bradley Chubb had a tear his ACL and be gone from the team for that Vic Fangio's defense to show up. Defense looked good. I have the, the you, of course, you probably didn't bet on them this no, week. No, this is the one week I stayed away. Unbelievable. Broncos, I have minus four at home over the Titans. All right, you went a little high. I went high also. I said three and a half. Um, Vegas doesn't trust them as much. Two and a half is the number. Well, we have to take a break, and then I'm I'm so excited for Kendra Roy's poop bed this week. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about Peloton. If you can't find a workout that keeps you engaged, you probably can't. It's really hard to find a workout that keeps you engaged. Well, Peloton is an immersive cardio experience with real-time features. That will always keep you coming back. I actually had the Peloton going today. I was watching the Packers-Cowboys game and the Chargers-Broncos game at the same time as I was pedaling away on the Peloton. This time, I didn't really need the whole scenery and dive into, you know, go on some tropical location or ride through New York City or something like that because I was watching the TVs as I go. But That's what makes this really fun when you don't have football and you actually need something to keep you going. With its compact four by two size, it can fit virtually any space 
in your home, no matter how small it is. Uh, one subscription all you need for unlimited classes for the entire family, no commute, no reservations. Thousands of rides you can take live around the band at any time for less than the cost of a studio class. Why not stay home? With a variety of themes, difficulty levels, and training programs, experience something new every time you sweat. Right now, they're offering a limited time offer, $100 off accessories. When you purchase the Peloton bike and get a great cardio workout at home, go to onepeloton.com. Use promo code Simmons. That's my name to get started. All right, coming back. We only have a couple games left. The Poop Fecta. Atlanta is in Arizona. This, I, I haven't looked at the rest of Atlanta's schedule, but this might be the last time Atlanta's favored this season. I have Atlanta by three in Arizona. What do you have? Yeah, you get it. I, 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 it hurt my head to think about this one. It really did. So I said pick. I gave up. I know it's, a, it's like giving a 10-10 round in boxing, but I said pick. It's two. Atlanta's a two-point favorite, so you'll get that one. Ooh, who did you have winning Triple G? Uh, I had Triple G by a point, and just for the, it was very, very close, though, right? Yeah, I, I had the other guy by a point, but it was one of them should have won by a point. Two of the cards had Triple G one fifteen, one twelve, which I thought was absolutely ludicrous. Right, but man, that guy was really taking it to him. The other guy, Chenko. he was good. He comes at you wide, and you know he split decision Garcia, but uh. You know, I Triple G, I was like, oh, he looks old. And I'm like, oh, he actually really looks old. He has gray hair. Yeah. Why did he have gray hair? Well, he took, <laughs> he's going to start dyeing his hair like like a sports anchor. I wouldn't have bet him if I knew he had gray hair. That guy went to his body a few times early and yeah. it really buckled him. And it was like, oh, Triple G's at this point of his career. Right. He's getting yeah. buckled by body shots. He's he's supposed to be, what is he, mid-30s, late-30s? Yeah. but. We really don't know. It could be he could be forty eight for all we know. I just feel bad for him. They come out of those Canelo fights without a win or without a draw, whatever. Like you just it, it probably just killed his career. I think he's fine. He signed like for three hundred and fifty yeah, million dollars right. or something. He'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's and he's also probably the best guy right now for the taking a picture with somebody while having his fists up. I think he's <laughs> the the champion of that right now. Is there an award of that? Yeah. yeah. The other poop fecta game. Your Cowboys. What a what a time to catch the Jets, right? When Sam Darnold's coming back to save the season. It's in New York or in New Jersey. And uh, mm-hmm. I have the Cowboys minus 13. But what did you say, 13? Yeah. Yeah, I said 10. We're both high. It's at, uh, it's eight and a half. <laughs> oh, Sam Darnold. I don't know. Put some now respect on about this. Jets, uh, are these same five teams just going to be awful, awful, awful double digit losses every week? I'm about to hurt your feelings. Let's hear it. Kyle, mark this spot. Mark this. This feels like a breakout on Twitter. Every year we have the good bad team. I think Dallas might be the good bad team this year. So what are you talking about? Yeah. Good, bad team. I told you it was gonna hurt your feelings. You might be the good bad team. No, they're the bad good team. You you're the, just re- say you're sorry and reverse that. They're you're the team, team that beats up on the bad teams and then against the good teams. Either something dumb happens or, right. or you didn't have it or you got out coached or, oh, man, if this and, and By the way, be very careful because you have not played anyone yet, Mr. Patriot. Not one good team. Okay, if Dallas isn't the good bad team this year, then who's the good bad team? Because we have one every year. Is it Baltimore? Because Baltimore is the other candidate. The good bad team or the bad good team? No. I thought we called this the bad good team. No, it's the good bad team. It's the bad team. That's good against all the other bad teams. Well, why can't it be the Chargers? Because I don't even think they're good. 
They're yeah, two I know. and three. They're bad. You're saying they're a bad team. Is this Some, the new who's on first? This is so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying the Cowboys are good when they play other bad teams. All right. They're the good um, bad team. Well, we do this know. every year. Like the, the, the schedule's been lopsided for a lot of these teams where they've been um, they front-ended bad games. Uh, let's see. Well, but, hey, anyone out there, you can email us at themailbag at theringer.com if you think there's a better candidate for the good bad team. I don't even understand what we're talking about. I think you might be your team. <laughs> Next next category, new category just for this one. I had to remove it from the poop fecta. Oh, this is a good one. Oh my God, is what a game. Kyle, did you know Washington and Miami are playing next week? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's in Miami. And amazingly, Washington might be favored. I have Washington by three. I think wow. they have to be favored. I you killed me here. I thought Miami, I was like, there's no difference between these teams. Miami's home. Make them favored one and a half. Washington is favored by not only three. Three and a half. Wow. So I must hit it. I'm yeah. killing you this week. You get that. I'm killing you this week. No, no, no. It's eight, seven, five, six. Seven. I feel mentally, I feel like I'm killing you this you week. You probably are. Um. Yeah. Now, I the, don't know what to do with that game. Although then I looked at Miami. I think they've out, been outscored 81 nothing in the second half. So that's probably a fair line. So if you're diaper Dan Snyder, do you? Switch coaches now, knowing you're probably going to beat Miami, and then people will credit the coaching change to the thing. Or do you just leak another terrible thing of Jay Gruden that was a photo that's actually from like two and a half years ago? What do you do? How do you handle yeah, it? Yeah, and I'll leak it. You leak more. You find another photo of him smoking a doobie. If that was yeah, him. that's it. Not so you, even doobie. Yeah, so you don't fire him. The Photoshop capabilities. You can you can go crazy. It's not even pot anymore. So you don't fire Jay Gruden. You keep him. Nah, just keep him. See what happens. See what happens. Man. I don't know what they're going to do. Quarterback, why? Like, this team is so lost. It's rough. Colt McCoy was dropping back to pass, and there were two Patriots right there, ready yeah. to tackle him. So I don't even know if we could tell if he's any good. Colt McCoy's ruined more than one of my Thanksgiving. So I know <laughs> can't do it to you, though. It's your your dad's ruined three. Colt McCoy's ruined two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of your sons has ruined one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, my son's ruined at least three. My son is the Colt McCoy of my Thanksgiving. <laughs> He's ruined at least three. He's only 11. He's definitely ruined three Thanksgivings. <laughs> Sunday night, the Chargers are home. If you can call it a home against um, the reeling, gasping Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm -hmm. And I have the Chargers favored by seven. All right. See, I'm back in this. Now I'm tied. I said six. It's five and a half. That's dumb. It's a dumb line. Yeah. We're tied again. And we tied last week. I we feel got one I, game left. Yeah. I don't know what to make of this. I, I Honestly, I think as far as good, bad teams, it's the Chargers. Well, I'm winning this week because I hit this exactly. Let's hear it. Monday night at Green Bay, hosting the Lions of Detroit. I'm going to tell you in advance, I'm a half a point off. So good luck. I have the Packers by six. Yeah, that's exactly what I had. We tie again. We tied again? Jesus. Yeah, six and a half. Both suck. We didn't talk teasers. You don't like any teasers there, huh? Um. So if your team's going to stay at eight and a half, we might have to jump on that now because you have the good bad team. Well, and let's let's get the Patriots at 10. I mean, they're, they're not going to, really, honestly, they're not going to screw around. Belichick, that'll, he'll consider that a loss if they lose, if they don't cover this. Break. Are the Chiefs really going to lose two in a row? I don't think so. I don't think the Rams are going to keep losing. Your team is looking tasty. 
Packers, the Lions. That's funny. Matt Patricia. We've made so much fun of Matt Patricia and John Gruden, and yet I'm afraid of both of them now. Yeah. Thank God the Raiders aren't on the slate this week. I didn't even, I didn't just terrify them. Raiders, your Colts, the Bears, the Bills. I feel like we could have a good week. Those are teams that usually kill me. Mm. Uh, All right. I think it's time. Is it time? Yeah, it's time for, uh, it's time for Parent Corner. Brought to you by CarMax. Buying a used car, it's a big deal. You want to find the right car for your family, along with a little peace of mind. CarMax has you covered. They only sell the best used cars. Every car in their carefully chosen inventory. CarMax certified. They rule out millions of cars with their vetting process. Select only the best to become CarMax certified. And CarMax has your back with a worry-free limited warranty for 90 days or 4,000 miles, whichever comes first. Stop by your local CarMax for written details and discover how easy car buying can be at CarMax. Sal, you have the floor. All right. Well, I actually have two quick things. But uh, one quick thing was... uh, went camping with a bunch of families, fancy camping. Uh, and uh, one of the, I don't want to name drop, but Johnny Knoxville was there. And my wife tells me, I asked where my son was, my five-year-old. And she's like, oh, Knoxville teaching him how to ride a bike. I said, is that a good idea? I, <laughs> Knoxville teaching him how to <laughs> the ride a bike? The guy from Jackass? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. But should uh, Child Protective Services just come right here right now? Uh, don't say that too loud, but... He has seven of his teeth left, so that's that's fine. But um, <laughs> not much of a story there. But I'll say this. Earlier in the week, we went to SmackDown. Yeah. A lot of fun. I'm sure we'll talk about it in a minute. But uh, that was on Friday. On Monday Night Raw, I'm sitting my five-year-old down. We watch, and Rey Mysterio's in the ring, and Brock Lesnar's throwing him around. They keep cutting to Rey Mysterio's son, who's in, like, the second row. And I said, you know, I said to my son, I'm like, Harrison, we're probably Friday going to sit in a, a seat like that pretty close. That'll be good, right? And he's like, yeah, he's excited. Brock Lesnar then decides after he's done throwing Rey Mysterio around like a rag doll, comes out of the ring, reaches into the crowd, grabs Rey Mysterio's son, and beats the living piss out of him <laughs> for like 10 minutes. And now my son Harrison is beside himself. He's like in tears. He's biting his like knuckles. Like I was like, don't worry. We'll, we'll sit further back. That's going to be fine. So um, I think I've scarred him for life. That's my story. But then we went and we had a good time, right? Yeah, I was going to, part of mine was going to be how we sat next to each other and it was your son. He was losing his wrestling virginity or his yeah. live wrestling show virginity. Mm-hmm. And it was, and I was with my son who is now six years older than him, who's yeah. a veteran of the process at this point. And it was really fun reliving that first show through your son. Cause for 25 minutes, they're just catatonic. Yeah. Right. They basically look like the cart has to come out and carry it and take them off the field. <laughs> just deer in the headlights. Can't believe it. Can't process anything. Just glazed over. And then about at the half hour mark, they start to liven up and then about an hour and a half in really start to get into it. But it was, it was funny to hit those checkpoints again. Yeah. And it's like, it's everything you do at home and everything you, you can't do in school, you get in trouble for, and they're, they're allowing it right in front of our eyes. Guys are beating the hell out of each other in costumes and uh, daddy and mommy and daddy's friend and his son are, are uh, enjoying it too. So they're like, all right, this must be, this is interesting. Like I forgot about that dynamic of it, but so, I, the parent corner I really want to tell was going to get sushi with my son last night after he watched season three of Big Mouth, but I'm not going to tell it. that because I don't, don't do I don't want Carmax to get upset, but it's it's probably the best one. 
Yeah. Um, fortunately, trust me, it's the best one. You ran it by me over text. And yeah, it's, uh, unfortunately, beat it. my unfortunately, my son is now working so hot we can't even put the stories in the podcast anymore. <laughs> so uh, I should say he he watched season three of Big Mouth. It came out on Friday night. He got up at four thirty in the morning the next morning to keep watching it and wow. finished it uh, pretty early on Saturday. Um, <laughs> unclear if he can read, but he finished Big Mouth. This is after SmackDown? Yeah, this is after. These came (laughs) home that night. night. He watched two that night and then got up early and banged out the rest. He just loves that show so much. So my daughter, every Friday she has a date with her her boyfriend who she's had Mm -hmm. for almost two months now. I've talked about him before. He's a really nice kid. So I'm watching Friday night. I'm watching the Dodger game. My wife's away and it's probably seven, eighth inning. And they're upstairs watching a movie and then they come down and watch the game. But I could tell she's like pissed off about it. And he sits down. It's like, what's the score? And he just like really wanted to watch the Dodger. He's a huge Dodger fan. Really want to watch Dodger game. Also like wanted to hang out and watch a game. And my daughter is doing the whole, not really excited about this. She was having much more fun, you know, in their room watching a movie that she was choosing. And finally she like leaves and goes to play the piano and ditches him for like 20 minutes then comes back and she's still got a little bit of an attitude then goes upstairs for a little bit. And we kind of had a moment where I was like, yeah, man, women are difficult. (laughs) Did this whole thing. I'm like, he's not my friend, even though it's my daughter. And, uh, and we just kind of had a moment. We had like a bonding moment for like a half hour watching the Dodger game, kind of complaining about his girlfriend who happened to be my daughter. So then the next day we're driving to a soccer game and I'm like, Hey, you, you know, you got to take one for the team every once in a while. I, I hate mm-hmm. to give you advice. I've had a lot of failed relationships over the years, but right. you know, he, he's, he's a good kid. He's doing just about everything you want to do. You want to watch the Dodger game for a half hour. You got to take one for the team. So now she's frantic. She's, she's sending him messages. The game's about like 20 minutes away from warmups and she's oh, worried no. like, she made him upset and she didn't realize and they, they're sorting this out. And I'm like, I'm so finally I'm like, oh man, I shouldn't have told you. And she's like, you're right. You shouldn't have. So now she's <laughs> mad at me and the soccer game's going. So I, I don't know how I got in this. So <laughs> I, I, don't know, I don't know how this plays out. You love it. You had to be, I'm going to tell everybody something like, so we had a ch- at, at the end of SmackDown. I was like, all right, so let's go backstage. We could maybe, uh, there's, there's an area where you wait for your car and it's with the wrestlers. If you're, on the VIP list. Yeah. You know, so I was like, let's do that. That's always fun. You're waiting, you know, you're, you're side by side with triple H. He's waiting for his, you know, (laughs) car to pick him up and you're waiting for your, um, your Mazda 360. But, uh, and you're like, nah, I gotta go home. I don't know. I don't know who's supervising my daughter and her boyfriend. I was like, wow, (laughs) you wanted to get out of there. Yeah. Cause it was my mom. Who's, you know, downstairs watching Bill Maher and I having like her seventh glass of Chardonnay. God knows what's going on. So right. I was like, I, there's no way my mom is like, you know, going up every 20 minutes to make sure the doors open, all that yeah. stuff. God, Parent Corner is really getting dark. It really it's is. really yeah. tough. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle's bummed out. Yeah. Kyle, well, we need Kyle's these kids to go off to college already. Jesus. Parent Corner. This um, is why Kyle doesn't come over anymore. <laughs> uh, uh, the the other highlight from wrestling was we walked by Becky Lynch back, you know, backstage in the bottom, 
Mm-hmm. And I realized that my son is like completely in love with Becky Lynch because he turned like <laughs> maroon. His jaw started going nine different directions. And then our friend KP, who was with us, yeah, was like, oh my God, that was so adorable. You love Becky Lynch. And he's just maroon. But yeah, she's she's good looking though. She's he's into good. it. They're good. I I enjoy the lady wrestle, but uh, my wife was going on and on about Charlotte Flair and the backflip she did into the, basically into uh, like three other wrestlers outside the ring. Yeah, I know Becky Lynch is the most successful women's wrestler we've had, but I think mm-hmm. Charlotte Flair is the best one. She's fun. She's the best one we've had, right? Who's mm-hmm. who's better than her? Like she, um, I like, don't think like she, I, you know, I can't even explain to the my children about what female wrestlers we grew up with. Like they were just like, oh my old, god cafeteria ladies uh, uh, that were angry, you know? Like I mean, Fabulous Moolah and well, Fabulous Moolah, she was wearing the one piece and you were just kind of praying nothing came flying out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You weren't even concentrated on the wrestling. You just wanted the suit to stay on. That was it. Um, That's why those matches were three and a half minutes long. And she, you never knew if she was 85 or 50. Like, did we ever have a handle on her age? No, no way. Yeah, that, that was pretty brutal. We had, yeah. a, we had a rough. People have a lot better now. Uh, what do you have to plug? Uh, what do I have? Lock it in Monday through Friday at 4.30 to 5.30 Eastern. Oh, I just met the Chiefs won. I would have been the champ for fifth straight week, but they did not win. So I go on. Um, what else? Oh, Thursday night football. I'll have, uh, you know what? I'm gonna. It's, it's an homage to Tom Brady. That's my sports comedy bit on the Thursday night football pregame show oh. on Fox. You better and, not. Uh, Wait a second. Huh? Wait a second. I don't like this. No, what? It's a. What do you I'm, mean, Omar? Talk about TB12 and how, how, how much. I don't like this. Does. No, it feels like you're mocking the goat. No, no. I don't Trust like me, this. Be careful. <laughs> Be careful. The guy's got six rings. I don't see any evidence of that. I've never seen him wear the six rings. By the way, I, I never finished Parent Corner. We forgot to say CarMax only sells the best used cars. Um, they have your back with a seven day money back guarantee on yeah. every vehicle. If you're not completely satisfied, bring it back within seven days for a full refund. No questions asked. Drive worry-free for 90 days or 4,000 miles, whichever comes first with the CarMax limited warranty. Start the search for your next car at CarMax.com. Yeah, people know that. Yeah, I wanted to make sure. I wanted to remind them. Um, Yeah, that's it. You put you you The Thursday night thing's going well. I think so. They haven't fired me yet, but you know, this week uh, I might I might take a shot at some of the uh, in studio guys. So we'll see. And then different story. You have to book me in house for uh, for against all odds for NBA futures. Yes, we have to do that. I think next week, right? Yeah, we're doing. So we we have a whole plan for NBA odds. We have uh, me, House, and Marcillo are going to do over unders. One conference on my podcast. One podcast on Marcillo's. Okay. Then me and House are coming on your podcast to do all the futures. Okay, but then you should also do some over-under stuff with the trifecta. And you also, you have to replace Harry. Harry's blowing <laughs> up. He's done? <laughs> no, I don't know. Who knows? I mean, he's, he's just found all these other people to do gambling media with. They, these random people he seems to be yeah, finding in the street. Someone paid for a trip. He, he sat in a coach for 14 hours to London. And um, yeah, he was he was beside himself. It was like naked in one of the soccer stadiums or something. I'll have oh to talk God. to him. It's getting out of hand. Uh, Sal, as always, good job by you. Good job by you. Thanks to ZipRecruiter. Don't forget to go to ZipRecruiter.com slash BS. Thanks to the Rewatchables. Don't forget about Remember the Titans on Tuesday morning, as well as the last episode of Rewatchables 1999 on Luminary, which will be Magnolia. Both of those are coming this week. 
Thanks to Pepsi, they take NFL celebrations to the next level, whether it's a Hail Mary TD, a defensive stop in the goal line, or even a Super Bowl win. When it's time to celebrate, it's time to crack open a Pepsi. You can crack one open and think of Billy White Shoes Johnson, my favorite celebrator in NFL history. Pepsi, the official sponsor of the NFL, reminds you to always be celebrating. We'll be back on Tuesday afternoon with another podcast, a little basketball. It's getting close. There's been preseason games. Taco Fall played for the Celtics today. I'm starting to get excited. Whole bunch of good stuff coming. I love October. Until then.